Good morning. Today is Sunday, December 4th, 2022. I learned something astonishing from Sivan Rahav Meir. So I'm going to show you this. That symbol is the Chinese symbol for Judaism. I never knew that before. But what's particularly fascinating is that the translation of that word is not something like the people of the book or the people of Abraham or the people of Israel or anything else that you might expect. What that symbol translates as the religion of the renewed, one more time, the religion of the removed sinew. That is what we Jews are called in Chinese, the people of the removed sinew. And that refers to the Parsha, the passage in our Parsha. Yaakov is about to meet up for the first time with his brother Esav. The last time they were together over 20 years ago, Esav had threatened to kill Yaakov. Yaakov is now preparing. It's the night before. And there's this mysterious passage in our Torah portion of Vayishlach. Vayivaser Yaakov, Levado Yaakov was left alone on one side of the river as he was carrying half of his camp to the other side of the river. Vayeyavek ish imo, and a man wrestled with him. We don't know who this man is. Our sages suggest it was actually an angel, a malach. Ad alosa shachar, all night long, until the dawn. Vayarki lo and when this man, this angel, saw that he would not be able to triumph over Yaakov in his wrestling, Vayiga bekaf he hit or touched or sm- somehow uh, uh, influenced the hip of Yaakov's thigh, Vateka kaf yerech Yaakov beheyovko imo, and Yaakov's thigh was injured as a result of this wrestling. Vayomer, and then this person, angel, says to Yaakov, Lo Yaakov yeyomer ochimcha, your name will no longer be Yaakov. Kiim Yisrael, but rather it will be Yisrael. Kisarisa im elokim vim anashim vatuchal. You have wrestled with God and with man, and you have prevailed. Yisrael, you have wrestled with God and man, and you have prevailed. The next morning, by Yisrach lo Hashemesh, the sun shines the next morning, 
and v'hutzolea al yerecho, and it starts to make Yaakov's hip feel better. The sun makes his hip feel better. It's not so bad. Al Cain, lo yochlu b'nei Yisrael es gid hanoshe asher al kaf hayerech. Therefore, the Jewish people do not eat the gid hanoshe, the sciatic nerve which runs over the hip. Ad hayom hazeh up until today. Because Yaakov was injured in the place of the Gid Hanoshe. Now that's a very, very strange passage. Normally, important events in the Torah leave an imprint on Jewish life and Jewish behavior. The creation of the world leaves its imprint on Shabbos. The exodus from Egypt leaves its imprint. We have a holiday of Pesach. Revelation at Sinai, holiday of Shavuos. But by what standard does the narrative in our parsha of this wrestling between Yaakov and the stranger, which we don't even understand what's going on, how does it rise to this level that there should be this imprint in our daily lives? Every single time we are about to eat meat, we have to think about no, we're not allowed to eat the meat that comes from that part of the animal that was injured by Yaakov. In order for meat to be kosher, this gid hanasha, this sciatic nerve has got to be removed. It's very difficult to remove it, so therefore, practically speaking, the hind quarter of beef is not eaten by Jews. So, we don't have filet mignon, we don't have sirloin, not available as kosher. But why is it necessary to remind us on a daily basis in the choices that we make about foods that we eat about this wrestling? What is so important about it? And furthermore, normally, if you're going to mark an occasion, you would celebrate a victory. You would celebrate a triumph. Creation of the world. Exodus from Egypt. Here, Yaakov was wounded in that fight. Why would we want to call attention to that part of the body where Yaakov was injured? So I think the reason can be understood from an unusual placement of the verses because the verse that says that up until this day Jews do not eat that part of the animal that contains the Gihanasha, that verse is not placed after the struggle itself. It's placed later. By Yisrael Hashemesh, the next day, the sun rose and Yaakov felt better. And therefore, the Jewish people do not eat from that part of the end. In other words, this mitzvah of refraining from this part of eating of an animal is 
to commemorate the ability to overcome and to be healed from a wound that has been inflicted on us. In other words, this passage is nothing less than a metaphor for Jewish history. There is no promise in Jewish history that it will be easy, that it will go well. No promise like that. There is a promise from God, however, that no matter what happens, we will survive, even if we are limping, and we will even flourish in the face of adversity. And this is the idea that the Torah imprints on our daily lives with the mitzvah of Git Hanasheh. I've quoted to some of you before, Medrash states that when each one of us goes to heaven at the end of our lives, God will look at us and will ask, where are your wounds? And we may answer, but we have none. And God will ask, why is that? Was there nothing worth fighting for? Our greatest heroes are not those who survived and excelled under easy circumstances. Our greatest heroes are those who were faced with adversity. And not only were they not crushed by adversity, but they sparkled in the face of suffering. Rabbi Akiva, Ramba, Maimonides, Maharal, the yeshiva students in Shanghai during the Second World War, in the face of persecution and suffering, both private and communal, not only did they endure, they rose to greatness. That is the message of the mitzvah of Gid Hanasha, God's promise of healing our wounds, God's promise of recovery. And it is this event and this promise of recovery that defines us, that gives us our name, Yisrael, Kisarisa, we have wrestled, Vatuchal, and we triumphed. The Chinese definition reminds us of something very deep. There is no area of life that is not capable of being exalted. Judaism survives not only because of our beliefs, our ideas, or our philosophy, but rather by incorporating those ideals and values and philosophies into concrete actions in our practical daily lives, including what we do and what we do not eat. That is a metaphor that defines us for all times. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing you soon in person. I do have a touch of the flu. And so it is nothing serious. But I'm going to take off a couple of days to regain my strength. And so... We will be on hiatus for a couple of days. We will resume with God's help Thursday morning. So Thursday morning we will resume 
10 at 9, and also, with God's help, Thursday evening, mining the riches of the Parsha. Until that time, I wish you well, stay safe, and I look forward to seeing you soon.